Hey, welcome everybody. Everybody's going to love today's Kabbalah. Unless it is especially hard for you. But if so, it's especially hard for you. You should love it even more. By the way, because it means there's more of a growth potential for you. I know, I know we say those things, but they're true. So first, let's let's review where we are in this meet of Mohichsik La'adapo. He does not hold on to his anger forever. This is an amazing midah. And as I mentioned, it was very mukudash to me. It was a, it was a chiddish to me that the way the Rosh works is sometimes not just that he leaves us room for tshuva, as I definitely knew. Welcome. Not just that he leaves us room for tshuva, as I knew. But more than that, Hashem lets go sometimes, even without Klai Yisrael doing tshuva. And the Torah Dvar approved it from Sukkim, and that's how he's understanding the Mida. Ula Yeshuvu, right? Could be he's hoping for Tshuva in the end, but it's certainly not a condition. It's not conditional. So that's absolutely amazing. Now, how in the world do we get our heads around that, such an idea, when we're, it's such a jump for us to let go of things? And we've, I know we've, we're attaching ourselves to the topic of the, of the Balak Bedar Hashem. And as we've said many times, we're finding sweet spots and working towards it and getting around it. But it's difficult to handle head-on. So, Baruch Hashem, we saw this idea of HaKolotovus Yisrael. That was what Rabbeinu said. Sometimes with strength, sometimes with, with, with gentleness. But the underlying principle is I call it Yisrael. It's all for the good of the Jewish people. And I thought that was something we can connect to, to try once a day to do a pure action. And we thought that's a pure actions. What do you mean? That's all about pure actions. Suppose if you think about pure actions, an amazing Haggah where Rabbeinu says, from the time of the beginning of creation, there's a Hebrew between Tovarah that means that, no, we do things for many reasons. There are very few ultimately altruistic acts, fully altruistic acts, I should say. There are very few fully ritualistic acts. Um, and that's how it is. It's a mix. There's a reason when, when Davin's with Kavana, for sure, because he wants to connect to the Bonusham. But he also realized that maybe people say, oh, look what a tzaddik you are. And someone gives a sheer, and for sure they're giving for good reason, but they do think in their back of their mind, wow, people think I'm so bright, I speak so well, uh, or I ask a good question, I want to understand, but I do have that satisfaction that the Rebbe thinks I'm bright. I go to a sheer, and I make a comment, and the teacher says, oh, that was so insightful. We're all, we all have, we're all humans, we all have an ego, we all have an ich, we, par- we partially need it, we need an ego, as we know, etc. It's all part of the picture. It's okay. But it stops us from doing things that are purely, purely good. And I thought that, that's why I was very, very happy with this Gilui, this revealed thing, that the Yisod of the Mida is HaKol Tovus Yisrael. The reason HaKadosh Baruch is Lohechzit Apo, the reason he lets go is because sometimes he says it's not going to work. Just like the discipline that you're doing to your kid. At a certain point, you say to yourself, you know, it's not working. So what should I do? I'll call the Tovah, say, yell it. I have to do what's good for him. 
And if the discipline isn't working out now, the reason you think the might discipline is not working might be because you're lazy, because you're too democratic, because of a zillion reasons. That's also not called the Tovah Yisrael. We're going to we're going to talk about that when we get to the Kabbalah for today. But that was what we were revealing, and the way for us to attach ourselves to be good to the ultimately the way for us to be good to the person who even was not good to us is by get starting to get into our head this idea of Kol Tovah Yisrael. I can act in a way. I can try to act, draw into myself, and act in a way which is totally for someone else's good. And it should feel challenging. If it doesn't feel challenging, you're not getting there. We also said, I believe we mentioned, that I believe that if you're not from Menuchas and Efesh, I really feel like that should be a bad topic, that I've seen recently in C. Meyer very much emphasizing this, that the sort of everything has to be Menuchas and Efesh, Yishavadas. If you're not calm, it's so much easier to fall into all types of various Lashon Hara, Shemir Seinayim, Right, it's a it's very interesting how much the realm of kedusha is dependent on on yishevadas and calmness, and I think the same thing here. Since we're naturally, since our natural state, again, I'm talking to the idealist amongst us, but the natural state for us is so much what's good for us. Unless we slow down, it's very very hard for us to be doing something which is really altruistic, which really kolatovas the shady. Okay, and what we wanted to do was once a day to really try to once a day to really do one thing and focus it, it's mamish just for the other person, not for my benefit. I'm not cleaning the dishes for my wife so the house will be clean. I'm not making dinner for my husband so he'll give me a smile afterwards. I'm not doing something nice for my child, Aldas, that he'll give me satisfaction and nachas. I want to be like the Roshel. I don't want to teach for my covet. I don't want to teach for my position. I don't want to teach for my ashpa. I don't want to teach for my own papa. I don't want to teach for anything. I just want to share a Torah idea with Yisrael. Nothing better than that. Okay, that was the idea once a day. Now, I had a very interesting week. I can't go into it. It's a little personal, but it was kind of forced on me in a certain way, this avoda. <laughs> so, as, as I was reflecting on something that was going on, I was like, whoa, I'm, I have to act this way right now. No, no, whether I really got it. So, but I don't know, but. I was kind of squeezed into being very, very altruistic because sometimes you're in a position if you don't really divorce, you take yourself out of it, you're always going to mess up. If you're in a difficult position, sometimes you get into difficult positions in the middle of different people. And if you don't act really, really, really uh, for others, you're going to mess up. So I had that. Okay. Now, I'm very excited about, it struck me in the middle of the week, wh- what do we do? So first of all, I think we need another week of this, another week of being Mishanach in this, another week of being Mishlamit in this, another week of touching this, another week of feeling this. So I suggest to all those present, just if you're if you're if you're doing good, and if you found something that that works for you, do keep doing it because it's a very very something I've learned over the years is that hergal is very very important, habituation is very important. Sometimes I found with a life that I figure I didn't feel we were habituating enough. I think Rebbe was more into habituating, and we don't have enough time to do. Really, it could take months to get to develop a habit, but at least a few weeks of doing something to get used to it and hopefully make a deeper impression on ourselves. Together that, I want to add something else. So that one thing keep doing. Many of us, you're going to love this, can never be tough. And if you're not used to being a little tougher, a little more confrontational, when you have to be tough, I've seen this, They you overdo it sometimes. And lose it and end up being really mean. I remember I had someone that I worked with years and years ago that he wasn't naturally a tough person and someone had to be dealt with in a tough way, a Talmud. And I was shocked 
by how tough he was with this person. I was not shocked in a complimentary way. I was shocked because I felt he overdid it and did it inappropriately. And my dynamic explicit of this person was he's so not used to going into that mode. So once he finally got up his gumption, so to speak, he he unleashed, right? And I know I know mistakes I've made sometimes when I have something that I have to say, which I feel I do have to say, Laman Emes Vashalom Vatzedek. But sometimes, because it's hard for me to say it, I'll blurt it out in this really, really, really strong way. Um, I'm used to being confrontational more because it's part of my job as a reshiva and uh, administrator, as a boss. So I have uh, more practice at it. I think it, so. So I'm used to it. Some people aren't used to it. But guess what? You got to get used to it because everybody has to be sometimes. If it's with a child, if it's with a grandchild, uh, less with a spouse, but sometimes with a spouse also could be a little bit. Uh, certainly people have employees. Um, sometimes with a boss, right? Your boss is being inappropriate. I don't mean really inappropriate like that way. I just mean he's, he's not, right? And well, he's the boss. Okay, so what? He's the boss, or you you need a raise, right? And you know how to, you know how to say it. So there's a lot, a lot of situations. A teacher. I was just discussing with someone the potential for someone to be a teacher at a high school level, and um, a very wise person said to me, "They can't be a teacher at a high school level. They have no shyness to discipline." You know, and, and you don't realize when you can't, uh, when you don't have the wherewithal, it holds you back, right? So a lot of people will say like, oh, yeah, I just want to be like a low-level guy. All I want to do is X, Y, Z. I don't want to manage. No, not everybody has to manage. Certainly not. But you have to check yourself. I'm just I'm, I'm pontificating a little bit in Mark of Isidibor, but you have to check yourself. Why is it you don't want to manage? Is it because you really don't think you do it well? Or are you really satisfied not to do it? You don't want all the headache. And by the way, the extra salary, which usually comes with management. Or it's because, you know what, you just don't have the guts. You don't have the you don't have the wherewithal. And then I would tell you, like, evaluate. I know certain people, like, complain to me about things all the time. And I always say the same thing. I'm not the address. Complain to the address. No. Schoolmaker is safe. In this case, you know, because it wasn't complaining about something else. Yeah. Oh, but you're not going to get nowhere by, you know, you're going to get nowhere by complaining to me. Complain to the people who can make a difference. I can't. Why can't you? Because you, you don't know how to be confrontational. Okay, but that, that was a little bit of a, a important uh, topic, topic I like to talk about, because I think many people, great people, I think are held back from a certain greatness by that. Because, by the way, I just called the Talmud into the office, and a very, very important, excellent Talmud, and I was very confrontational with him in a nice way, together with my Mashkiach. And when you have to be confrontational, and I would listen to his friends, if I would have not called him in, I would be doing an avla, a sin. Because this boy, is a very, very fine Talmud, Needed that. He didn't need a pat on the back. He did not need it. A lot of times you need a pat on the back, for sure. Every good Rebbe has to give lots of pats on the back. Lots of cover, lots of pats on the back. This fellow did not need that. He needed a kick in the pants. Pat on the back, kick in the pants. And if you can't do it, it is an avla. And if your kid needs a kick in the pants and you can't do it, it's an avla. Because that's what he needs, because you're not doing what you need. You're doing what you need and what's comfortable for you. So it's comfortable for you to be Mr. Nice Guy. It's comfortable for you. To, I was just thinking about a certain situation with myself. I was like, why does this bother you so much? And I was revealed to myself that, you know what? You like everybody to like you. And this situation, I could liking me and being a, that, there's a certain part of life that I have. But here was like a different level, whatever it was. And I said to myself, you know, why is this getting you so much? And I was, I, I re- revealed about myself that I have this need that people like me, you know, more than I thought. And that, therefore, since these people won't like me, I can't deal with the situation. You know, then you have to they have to go to another level of it. Whatever. So, so friends, back to here. So that was just to give 
get into the suit a little bit. So here's, but here's what I want to do. Okay, so let's 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 uh, take a deep breath and come back. I want everybody to do besides whatever you were doing. I want everybody to try to do one action a day as you can, a little bit on the tougher side. But I call it obviously throw. Think to myself, I'm like this fellow, which I didn't do because I just I ran in from one class and I was running to this class and I just grabbed them along the way and brought them so I didn't have time to really sit and think, right? But it means I would have been before I would have called them in. Think to myself, let's say his name is Yossi. I'm only acting for Tovas Yossi. I'm not getting off my chest. I'm not defending the yeshiva. I'm not defending myself. All I'm doing is the call of this person. So I thought it would be, I thought it would be an interesting way. What's what's the avoda here? Attach yourself to that inner rutzen of Kolotovas. And like like he says, exactly like Rabbeinu says, Barakas Vakashas Kolotovas Yisrael. Sometimes it's tough. We have to be able to act good to people, Latovasan. But we also have to be kasha to them sometimes, Latovasan, if it's a child, right? But again, I'll take, I'll take, maybe I'm sure many will, uh, will take this into the realm of their children. So it's like, okay, so I have to discipline my kid. Good. So, so we're, we're going to be tough on the kid. Good. So what does it mean? So I'm going to really yell at him. I'll, I'll, I'll leash into him. No, 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 no. That's anger. Let's talk about anger. Anger's not good. Anger's not good. Let's talk about being angry. That's not the point. We're talking about being firm and very firm and very firm with the kid saying, Shlaimi, Esti, Esther, Teferet, Yuval, Yaniv, wherever you are on the spectrum, you cannot do that. Now, even as I say that, the anger is building in me, and I'm just imagining. No, no, no. I'm going to close my eyes. All I care about is Yuval right now. And Yuval has to know that he can't hit his sister. Shlami has to know he can't hit his sister. Okay, so what do I say? Shlami, I love you so much. Please don't say, don't hit. No, I'm only doing because I love you. No, 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 no. I'm going to be tough, but inside, it's not simple. It's Kolotovah Shmuel. Because I know that Yuval can't be a Dodechayet. Yuval needs discipline. I know Yuval has to do chores in the house. I know Yuval has to be a productive human being. I know Shlomi has to take responsibility. And I have to sit on it without getting angry. Now, I don't know how many women are listening to this, but I know personally, from my experience, it's more difficult uh, for women not to get very emotional and angry because women, on the one hand, like they love the kids more and they spend more time and they're more dedicated, but I think they get more angry at the kids. Just my idea. I think the fathers, you know, the fathers kind of just like, you know, come home and flip the kid up upside and down and whatever. And sometimes you're more liked by the kids and the mother, which is terrible for the mothers, I know. But, you know, mom, stay calm. And when you're get, I know you, I know you're working a lot harder than your husband is at the kids. I know. Um, but, but, but here, but, but work on yourself to try to connect this. I know you're doing a, a million things for the child. Yeah, okay, but we're, we're working on ourselves now. We're trying to attach ourselves to be like God. We're not just working on it. You're doing a great job. Jewish mothers, highest level. But we're trying now, we're going to Derech Hashem. It's not, it's not for the lighthearted. We're trying to be like God, right? We want to be like God. God only acts until the same. Sometimes kashas have this rakos. We specifically want to, we want to attach ourselves to, to, to that idea. You know, it's another way to, to attach ourselves to these sod. And I want to see how we do. Again, like we're always, we're testing. Maybe you'll say, just, I, I can't do it. Either I'm tough or I'm not tough. Okay, but let's try. I'm going to be tough. I'm going to be solid. I'm going to be so- tough, solid. I'm going to be non, non-equivocal. That's the word. But it's all the tova. The only thing I'm thinking, and now, it's going to determine how you speak. 
right? Because people love to say they did it for the toe of the other person. Really? So why do you have to add those extra words? Why do you have to give that dig? Why did you have to say something nasty to your daughter? Why do you have to say something nasty to your coworker? Why do you have to add that, right? You're not doing it with Sunny. It's not Latova Sum. Your bonus shown is a, is a surgeon. He knows exactly what we need. How many people had to die on October 7th? How many people had to be in How long we have to suffer? How many hostages? David Shter is exact, right? Now, London Torah, London Torah, we're ourselves, right? But, but a lot of times, the sign, if you're really doing it for the other person, you don't have to add that stuff. What do I need to say? Again, I'm not saying you have to, I'm not saying, saying you have to shift the, like, uh, I'm not saying you have to sift it like the Corbin Omer, but you have to think, right? I'm about to speak to someone. What I want to say, what I want to say is a mitzvah to say, and, and, and the child, and, and so many to, so many times parents hit their kids. Do you really have a head to hit him? Did you need to hit him? If you didn't, I'm not talking getting into the whole revolver thing, never to hit, but even if you hold, you have to hit, right? You have to hit him that hard, that many times. That, no, well, I'm hitting already. Yeah, is that how you would want someone to deal with you? He's hitting me already. Let me hit him again. Or he's, he's being disciplinary. That's why you have to learn this, this meat. I'm only doing what the, the child needs. I'm going to think to myself beforehand, these are the lines that I think they really need to hear. Shlomi, you absolutely cannot hit in our house. If you hit in our house, you will get a potch. You must take out the garbage. That's part of our house. Take out the garbage. I know you're tired. Doesn't make a difference. Mommy doesn't have to explain it. Tati doesn't explain it. I wouldn't say it more than that. I ask you once, and that's it. I'm going to ask you one more time. I'm going to count to five. One, and if we get to five, you're not getting your whatever your thing is. You guys know how to discipline better than me. Okay? But inside, I have in mind, it's only for the toe of the person, and I don't, I don't pass the rule. I think it's a great thing. I was very, very happy with this, and I think it'll be very interesting to see how everybody does. Okay?